Hey, uh, good morning, friend. This is Victory 91.5. I'm Quincy, and this is Q in the morning on your Thursday as you're making your way through your work week. You're almost there, folks, counting down to the weekend. Almost. So glad that uh, we get to spend some time together worshiping the Father in song and in the word and in prayer. It is my distinct privilege for his glory that I get to be here Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m., and uh, that Saturday edition goes 6 to 12 on Q in the morning. Hey, we're going to go into Mark 10 because it's where the rich young ruler came to Jesus, and the Bible says that Jesus loved him and then called him to sell all and follow him. (laughs) How about that? The way that Jesus loved him in that moment was to call him to radical devotion because the young man told him all the other things he was doing and what else he needed to do. But you know, sometimes we forget that love doesn't look the same to all people. We don't do people any good when we enable them to live lukewarm or in half-hearted consecration. It's hard because we justify and compromise ourselves all the time. You know, I raise my hand. I do it too. That's me. You know, my friend uh, Jake Kale, recent book, by the way, um, Recovering the Works of Jesus. Uh, my friend, he said, one of the most loving things we can do is call people to full devotion to Jesus. Hmm. Restoring the works of Jesus. The ministry that he gave us. The model that he showed us full devotion to the Father, and we get to be (laughs) in full relationship with Him. Father God, we are grateful for yet another example from your word of your love for us and how we can remember that all you are asking for is love in return. It's said there in the Gospel of Mark that Jesus fixed his gaze on the man with tender love before letting him know that all of his treasure would be in heaven. Help us remember, God, that our treasure is in you. Nothing this world has to offer us, but all in you. Remind us with your Holy Spirit that we don't want to have the response of the rich young ruler as he was completely shocked by your son's answer and that he walked away very sad thinking about his earthly riches. We don't want to trust in the systems of this world, but to rely solely on you, Jehovah. In Jesus' name, we leave everything at your feet and worship you. We love you, God. We are yours through the blood of Jesus. We thank you for your provision. We thank you for your grace, your strength, your love, yes, your joy. We're grateful for you and that you ask of us what you asked of your son. And because of him, You see us as your forever family, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.
There is no one like God. That's Cross Point Music here on Victory 91.5. There is so much joy in knowing God, in knowing Jesus, in knowing the Holy Spirit. You know, in Romans 8, 18, it talks about how there are things that are going to bring us trouble and pain, but there's a lot of joy coming. <laughs> Romans 8, 18 says, the pain you've been feeling can't compare to the joy that is coming. The next verse says, the entire universe is standing on tiptoe, yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. You know, the Greek word used for tiptoe means intense anticipation or anxiously anticipating what is about to happen. That means we're all kind of rubbernecking to see what God's going to do. And of course, we know because of his faithfulness and our faith in him that it is going to be awesome. There's so much joy coming that the suffering we endure is less than nothing in comparison. That Jesus jolt of joy, I tell you, that's better than any cup of coffee. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, at the bottom of the hour, I'm going to ask you what you're looking at and who you're scrolling with and all that good stuff. And we're going to take a look at a perspective from someone you might know about five minutes versus all day as we continue on Q in the Morning on Victory 91.5. That's Melanie Penn with The Story here on Victory 91.5. Glad to have the opportunity to be with you here on Q in the Morning. And it's an opportunity that I have right now to ask you what you're looking at. Talking about your social media, remember how important it is to have encouraging and challenging evangelists, preachers, Christian authors, and thought leaders. Have those on your social media scrolls. Don't get sucked into all the other stuff. <laughs> well, how about this guy, Toby Mack? Yeah, you know who that is. He's a good one to follow on social media. He had one a while back that said, was it a bad day or was it a bad five minutes that you milked all day? <laughs> ah, I didn't wear my steel-toed boots this morning, Toby, stepping on my toes. For real, though, let's, uh, let's make sure we put things into perspective and thank God for the good moments and not dwell on those few minutes that might not have gone our way. It's like that meme that makes its way around social media from time to time of Albert Einstein posting 10 simple math problems and their answers on the board, intentionally making one of the answers wrong. And when the students start to snicker and laugh at the mistake that the genius made, well, Albert points out that he had nine correct, and all they wanted to talk about was the mess up. So make it a good day, or even better yet, a great day, and let the joy of Jesus be your strength. He is so faithful, and that's what gets to build our faith. That's elevation worship with same God. You know, the Bible is true. <laughs> if you haven't figured that out yet, so you can base every bit 
of your trust in Jesus, your confidence in the God that created the universe, you can base it all on things he's done there. And I can guarantee you as you look back, there are things he has already done for you that you can look on and say, oh yeah, <laughs> that was you, God. Thanks for that. Thank you so much for listening to The Sound of Revival. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning on Victory 91.5. We get the opportunity here to pray together each hour. We're going to go into Romans 12, 3 to do that here. God has given me the grace to speak a warning about pride, Paul says. I would ask each of you to be emptied of self-promotion and not create a false image of your importance. <laughs> Instead, honestly assess your worth by using your God-given faith as the standard of measurement. And then you will see your true value with an appropriate self-esteem. So he's not saying don't have self-esteem. He's saying have it in Christ, that God-given faith as our measurement. Paul then gives us great insight on unity and God's gifts. It isn't by accident that he tells us of pride before the wonderful gifts of prophecy, teaching, encouragement, and others. We have to be sure of who we are in Christ and begin to mature in that daily revelation to daily choose a place of being in him and not having pride in ourselves. Because newsflash, we can't do it without him. <laughs> Father, we don't want to do life without you. We can't. Not a life worth anything in eternity. Any self-esteem for us is rooted in our identity that comes from you, Jesus. We're nothing without you. We don't want to be self-promoters, but kingdom promoters, Lord. Let us be emptied, Jehovah. No more of me so that I can be completely filled and overflowing with you. And not just overflowing. <laughs> I love the imagery of that, but why don't we take the bottom out so we can just be a conduit instead of a coffee cup just giving the world all of you and none of me continually, Father. In Jesus' name, we need you. Faith in you as our standard of measurement, as Paul said. No false images of being on any earthly pedestal. Less of me and more of of you, Yahweh. Your way, not mine. You are worthy. And we know that all the gifts that you have for us are to be used for your glory, for you, Father. So today, in Jesus' name, reveal to us ways we can continue to walk in your kingdom culture. We love you, God, and we pursue your presence. We take strength in your joy. We are in awe of your love. And we walk in your peace. In Jesus' name, amen.
City Students Worship with Hallelujah here on The Sound of Revival. Your Victory 91.5. Appreciate the opportunity to be part of your day today. We get to worship the Father in song, in word, and in prayer every single hour. And right now we're going to get into the word. Hebrews 10, verse 24. Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as in the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Other translations say it like this, discover creative ways to encourage others and to motivate them toward acts of compassion, doing beautiful works as expressions of love. This is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together as some have formed the habit of doing. In fact, we should come together even more frequently, eager to encourage and urge each other onward as we anticipate that day dawning. You know, the thought that came to me as I revisited this passage in a couple of different translations, before you accuse church of not feeding you, remember how often you didn't come to dinner. <laughs> you can't be unfaithful and then complain. And of course, it doesn't necessarily have to be the four walls assembly either. And just remember, you got to bring a fork and a spatula. You got to be part of the making and part of the partaking when it comes to this as well. So let's be encouragers of each other today. And here in a moment, the bottom of the hour, we're going to go over the edge and talk about some family encouragement that helped some reach a peak in their field. Yeah, I'll tell you all about it on Q in the Morning here on Victory 91.5. No matter what is broken, let your heart let go. Spirit, let the new Yeah, God's doing a new thing, and, uh, you know, that new wine flow there by Ryan Ellis on Victory 91.5. I'm Quincy, and this is Q in the Morning. I did promise I was going to take you over the edge and tell you a little story about some unity within a family that created an opportunity to reach the peak. And uh, not just any peak, but the peak when it comes to mountain climbing. So uh, the summit of Mount Everest was reached by a trio of Nepalese climbers breaking a, uh, or beginning, I guess, and Guinness World Record. Don't know of any others that tried this. There's three together and they're sisters. So it's the most sisters to climb Everest together. Dawa, Shering, and Nima said their quest to summit Everest was only the first part of their project that they dubbed Three Sisters on seven summits. They said they're planning to climb the highest summits of each of the highest mountains on each of the seven continents. Siblings said their grandfather and father were also accomplished climbers, and uh, they've been Sherpa guides for others. Their late father also made the peak. In 1982, he joined a uh, Japanese expedition to Everest, there he lost, get this, eight fingers to frostbite, but then still continued climbing with his remaining fingers till 2007. <laughs> Whew. 
The sister said their brother also has climbed Everest six different times and helped them prepare for their attempt to the summit. They said they're going to tackle Mount Elbrus in Russia next. But, um, wow. Reaching the peak of Everest at all, let alone with your other sisters and planning to do seven other summits on other continents. <laughs> Whew. That's over the edge. Well, hopefully they don't, you know, go over the actual edge because that, that would be a whole different story entirely. <laughs> uh, that's over the edge on Q in the Morning. Yeah, how you love me. How he loves us. Hmm. Patrick Mayberry. Great song. Great opportunity to worship the Father together in song. We had Group One Crew there with Chris August with He Said and Wilson with This House in that last set. If you're ever wondering what's been playing and we don't tell you about it, you can always go to victory.radio, click that view playlist button there on the front page. As we get ready to cover another hour in prayer, and it's interesting because we know he loves us. We know the Bible is true. We have to still take that in faith. We still have to believe in him first. Hebrews 11, the faith chapter, verse six, it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. As we diligently seek him in faith, and it is his faithfulness that grows that mustard seed of faith for us. It's a distinct privilege to be loved by the God who created everything, the one true God. We are in great company as we are joint heirs with Christ because of what he did for us on the cross. You know that you want that in your life to be loved like that. And as the song that we just came out of worship in, it's how he loves us. Hmm. Thank you, Father, for the overwhelming evidence that you are who you say you are, our God and King. Your word says that even the heavens declare your glory, Lord. We believe that you are creator God. We love you, Father. You are worthy of all praise, all the praise that we can give and more. We diligently pursue your heart, Jehovah. Not just because you said in your word that you are a rewarder of those that diligently seek you, but because you first loved us and because you are more than good to us. It was faith 
that opened Noah's heart to receive revelation about what was coming. He activated that faith by putting hands and feet to it in obedience. This faith chapter in your word, Lord, it gives us example after example of those that took their faith in you to another level in obedience. And we even see types and shadows of what it means to be co-heirs with Christ, with your son, Yeshua, Jesus. Their faith empowered you, God, to not be ashamed to be called the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Just like today, as you fight our battles against the accuser and boldly declare us as your children because of the blood of Jesus. We thank you, God. We worship you, our strong tower, our deliverer, our redeemer, our champion. We're grateful for all that you are. And we diligently seek you today. In Jesus' name, amen. That's right, Torn Wells. We don't have to fake it because this Jesus joy, that's the real deal here on Victory 91.5. Thanks for hanging out with me here, spending some time of your morning with Q in the morning. I'm Quincy, and now it's time for me to ask you, did you know? Now, if you already know who this person is I'm going to talk about, then hats off to you because <laughs> I didn't know anything about this person till I found this because on this day... In 1675, Bullstrode Whitlock passed away. He was an influential Christian lawyer. Yeah, how would you like the name Bullstrode? I don't know what other profession he could have had. Uh, but it is reported that among his last words were, there has been one true religion in the world, and that is the work of the Spirit of God in the hearts and souls of men. So old Bullstrode got it right. <laughs> And uh, he went on to glory in this day in 1675. And now, you know. Emily Weiss with Alter here on Victory 91.5. Bottom of your 8 o'clock hour on your Thursday on Q in the morning. I'm Quincy and I'm so glad that you have let me into your day. And now I have a quote of the day for you. Good friend of mine from college, John Selkowskis. He has uh, planted a church in Florida called Journey Church. You can also find him at John Selkowskis Ministries on social media. He said this, you can't dwell on both God's promises and Satan's lies at the same time. <laughs> Come on, somebody. When the enemy says your future is uncertain and you can't help but fail, Mm. There's a scripture for that. <laughs> Jeremiah 29, 11, the words of God through his prophet says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. When the enemy shows you the bank account getting low, Philippians 4, 19, and my God will supply every need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. 
when the enemy tries to make you feel afraid and alone, uses the world to do that. Isaiah 41.10, another prophet speaking for the Father. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Hmm. So, tell the enemy, he can go ahead and shut up in Jesus' name. He can go on somewhere, because we're going to dwell on God's promises today. And he can do all things but fail. Praying all would come to know the way you see the world. How are you seeing the world today? Is it through the lens of God's love? That's Church of the City, the way I see the world. You know, I've actually been thinking about this one a lot lately. Appreciate the opportunity to be here with you, by the way. Victory 91.5. I'm Quincy, and this is Q in the Morning. But uh, Jeremiah 29.11, it is truly the answer to a lot of questions we have right now as we search for what God is saying about things. I know we talked about this verse in a little different context a little earlier. But what is God speaking over America? I get that question a lot. What is God speaking over your family? What is God speaking over your church or community or what is God speaking? Well, open the word, Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not harm you, to give you a future and a hope. He also later says through Jeremiah, You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Hmm. You know, God's not worried about your deadlines, your to-do list, or the timing of your goals and dreams. He'll work it all out according to his timeline as our desires line up with his. It becomes our deadlines, our to-do list, our goals and dreams. I'm not saying he doesn't want you to be successful. I'm not saying he doesn't care. It is that he cares as we are his and he is ours. Remember this, your greatest joys in life will come from patiently waiting to see his plans unfold as you diligently seek him with all your heart. We seek you, God, with all of us today, with all of our heart. We know your plans are what is best for us, Father. As we pray over our day, as we come to you with our cares about our church assemblies, our families, our communities, our country, God, this world, Lord, we, we know there is hope in you. Your plans are to prosper and to not harm us, Father. We continue to press toward the mark press toward our future in you with hope. We search for you. We seek after your presence. This world only offers darkness, but we are embraced in your marvelous light, God. We worship you. We patiently step 
with your direction as your plan unfolds. And we long for our deadlines, our to-do lists, our goals, and our dreams to be lined up with yours, Jehovah. We die to ourselves, but yet we live as Christ lives in us, the hope of glory. We thank you, God. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. The joy of the Lord is our hope. The joy of the Lord is our strength. That's Maverick City Music with Dante Bow and Naomi Rain. Here on Victory 91.5, the joy of the Lord. It is hmm, the motor <laughs> of any Christian life that all the things God has done. And we can talk about peace and faith and all the other things, but joy, when it comes down to it, that's what people see and people remember. So take your strength from the joy of the Lord today. Hey, it's my last chance to ask you what you're looking at. And uh, there's a page, a social media handle, dedicated to quotes by Pastor Smith Wigglesworth, and they shared this gem not that long ago. It says, you must come to see how wonderful you are in God and how helpless you are in yourself. See, that's where the joy comes from. Once you realize you can't do it in yourself and <laughs> it's all up to him, uh, that takes the pressure off. Yes, I know, I hear you. There are things we have to do. Yes, the power of the Holy Spirit is right there to help us, the helper, by the way. So yeah, let that take the pressure off. Let that be the source of your joy that Jesus paid it all. He's got it all. And God's got you, and God loves you. A great rejoicing. Yes, it is. That is Crowder here on Victory 91.5. This has been Q in the Morning. I'm Quincy, and you know, something you can rejoice about when it's hot outside? Well, there's... This thing that people have invented called water parks. <laughs> well, apparently today is National Water Park Day. And it was a, a water park in Wisconsin, of all places, that founded it in 2017 to be celebrated annually on this day. So, uh, water parks. Yeah, that's the place to be, especially during the height of summer, which is why they founded the celebration in the first place, and now annually. Guess that means you got to go find your favorite water park today and escape the heat with some water fun. It's also National Refreshment Day, National Milk Chocolate Day, and National Chili Dog Day. So there's plenty of ideas there of how to spend some of your time today, but I wouldn't do all of those at the same time. That'd be a little interesting. <laughs> well, we've got some more music coming up for you, Jonathan Trailer, and more right after Everyday Matters with Debbie Griffith here on Victory 91.5.